This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. so much for joining us. And here in the studio today, I have Alexandra, my producer. Hey, Jason. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> or good afternoon, I guess, at yeah. this point, right? Uh, and we also have my friend Bronwyn. Thank you for joining yes, us today. thanks for having me. <laughs> and myself, Jason Tate. This is Tate Talks. Uh, you can call in at 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. Listen to us on iHubRadio.com. And I now have a new Instagram where I'll be posting, you know, events for the show. I'll be putting out pictures and flyers and links and other things. It's at Tate Talks Radio on Instagram. So nice. join us there. Yeah. I'll follow you. Okay. Thanks. I, I don't follow many that. people. I'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Thanks. I got you. I'll do it. See, I got one follower there right you. there. <laughs> Party time. <laughs> So I want to start off by talking about, you know, what is Tate Talks? You know, Alexandra and I have been talking about what this is, what's the brand. And so I was kind of thinking about this and I was asking this question just to myself, you know, in meditation. And as a school teacher, I truly believe that all students can learn. I also believe every person has the right to be healthy. And I firmly believe this. And so Everyone has the power to control their health destiny through education, inspiration, and awareness. And that's really what I want this show to be about, is for people to know that they can control their health destiny, that it's within their power. You know, I, I bump into people all the time. The subject of health and wellness comes up almost every time. And a lot of people do have this feeling of hopelessness, especially if they're battling uh, chronic diseases or other health issues. And mm -hmm. so I just want you to know that your health destiny is totally within your control and you can start today. You can start tomorrow, but really today would be a great day to start. Today would be better. Yeah, Sunday. That's that's the kicker. <laughs> that's start. the kicker. Start. Don't, don't put it off tomorrow. You can do today. Right. And I, and I heard something this morning. I was listening to some people speaking while I was working out and, um, you know, 10% each week do 10% more. Mm. So if you're a runner and you run 10 miles in a week, you know, next week run 11, you know, run 10% or work out 10% more. If you're at zero, if you're not doing anything, get up off the couch and do something. <laughs> Put the remote control far away from you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I would like to uh, listen and, and introduce you to a good friend of mine. Her name is Bronwyn. She is an amazing, amazing woman, a yoga instructor. She has background in uh, media and on arts, and she's just a truly inspiring individual. And I would like for her to talk about uh, her yoga practice uh, and then kind of some other things that she's working on right now. So welcome, Bronwyn. Thank you, Jason. Oh, gosh, that introduction. Wow, thank you very much. <laughs> I really better show up now, right? <laughs> you gotta set the table, right? <laughs> and I, I love the focus and the brand that, that you're building here all about health, and it's about choices too, right? It is. What we choose to do. So now I'm even more motivated to go out 
out and do my hike this afternoon with my oh, daughter. So thank you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful day for a hike too. Oh my gosh, it's, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, really, really yeah. nice. Yeah. So uh, yoga. My gosh, yoga's been a part of my life for twenty years now. A wow. long time. That's and great. a lot of times I am asked, you know, how did you get into the practice? And it was literally like an accident it was a foot injury that led me to the mat wow and it was really never anything that i projected as a career okay Uh, my background is in broadcast journalism and have a degree from asu the walter cronkite school and i was full force going into you know being a reporter anchor of which i did all of that and Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. still um do a lot of that even now but just uh, on my own and and contracted but the yoga ended up taking precedence um, over my media career, and wow. it's given me, you know, it, it changed my life for mm-hmm. sh- for certain. Yeah. Uh, and I think the greatest joy that I've received out of not only my own practice, but it was then becoming a, an instructor so that I could actually go out and help other people. Right. And mm. so the joy that I've been able to experience through my own practice is what I've been able to give back, right? And you loved it so much, right? You know, and so you're like, wow, I want everyone to feel this good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I mean, movement is, we need it. Yeah. We need it in, in whatever form it is that you're moving. Sure. And the great thing about yoga is that it really truly can be for everyone, mm-hmm. whether you're sitting in a chair mm-hmm, <laughs> or, you know, you can't get up off the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is something for everyone. And, you know, I'm even noticing in you and I were talking prior to the show, Jason, right. you know, more and more um, adolescents and children are, are coming to the practice. Right. And that is via, you know, either the parent or it's starting to be more introduced in schools, which I think is amazing as well uh, the breathing the meditation and the movement mm-hmm. and having these kids feel comfortable in mm-hmm. their own bodies because when as adolescents it's like uh, who am I what am I what's <laughs> happening to my body like what is going Why on are here my feet so big? <laughs> <laughs> and my arms are so long um, so yeah so I, I feel like I've been able to really help every age even my own children from mm-hmm. when they were little um, up to I mean I have students in my in my class and I, mm-hmm. I do love to see this they're like 80 years old nice wow. so I can have people in my class that are you know late 30s up to 80 and I had a new student join uh, a couple of weeks ago and she's she was so cute she says you know I came into class and I kind of looked around and I thought oh these this is not my age group, you know, because she's, she's pretty young. And she says, but this is hard. This was really hard. I feel very challenged. Oh, I realize good. I'm not as strong as I thought I was. Yeah. And some of these people have been practicing yeah. for a while that, right. you know, maybe 20, 30 years older than her are actually like got strong practices Yes, because they have been practicing for so long. But yeah, it was a foot injury that led me to the mat. That's cu- I'm curious about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about our character strengths a little later. Okay. Curiosity is my number two. So okay. I'm just like very curious. Was it, was the yoga uh, a rehab? Was it recommended by someone? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, my day is at ASU, uh, which was a great game last night. <laughs> Did I, they will, win? I will plug Did that. Beat, yes, over Oregon. Oregon. Oh yes, God. it was awesome. <laughs> so I'll plug that a little Good bit as, as, a, as a Sun Devil, my alma mater. Um, and so, you know, 
high heels, you're wearing them in college, you're going out, you're having fun, right. and mm-hmm. I ended up um, fracturing actually my sesamoid bone in the ball of my foot split. Oh my gosh. And uh, it didn't, I didn't even know that it split, but over time it got so bad that I my foot swelled and ended up having surgery and they had to go in through the bottom of my foot. Oh. They tried to have it mend and it wouldn't do it. I was in a boot for like six months, oh including surgery goodness. and on crutches. And so the left, um, my left leg took incredible atrophy sure it was not a healthy situation Mm. and then uh, I went through uh, physical therapy and the physical therapist I wish I could find her now and you were in college at the time yeah I I was just out of college okay actually yeah I was just out of college trying to start a career with a boot (laughs) yeah exactly and I was and I actually I was in radio sales so I was selling yeah and so I was out in the field um, at the time and then um, yeah I had the surgery did PT and she said, you know, you should really take up yoga uh, as you know a continuation since now your physical therapy is over because it's going to restore balance. You're going to build strength wow. and you're going it, to. It'll also be really good for you mentally, like as far as like confidence. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. And I went and boy, yes, just like that student I described, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard, but yeah. I had never done anything that ended in laying down on the floor in Shavasana. Right. And I stepped on that mat and I've never stepped off in 20 years. Wow. And so I've been moving a lot and I never saw myself as a teacher. It kind of just happened. Uh, And then I started teaching actually while I was in Scottsdale um, after I got married. Um, I kind of put my broadcasting career um, on the back burner and I started teaching at some local clubs and Mm -hmm. I actually went back to ASU and taught there and that was super fun for me. And then I moved out here and was fortunate to work at one of the most prestigious clubs in our entire country Mm -hmm. um, as one of my first jobs here and then I was also working um, with a group out of LA as a medical host and I went around the United States with them you know as a host for shows um, talking to doctors about their practice wow. and then the yoga kind of just took precedence and ended up teaching out at the polo fields and had an opportunity out there and then here I am at Evolve Yoga um, over at Washington and Tampico and La Quinta and I've been there in that location in January. Uh, I'll celebrate seven years there. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's so I've been really able great. to meet thousands of people, and right. now I'm teaching at expos and festivals, and so I feel very, very blessed on, in this journey of spreading where Spreading the yoga love. Yeah, spreading <laughs> the yoga love, absolutely. So I Evolve Yoga, actually, before we get into that, I, I'm, again, curious. I want to know about where that name come from you know where how I named the studio yeah yeah. but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute okay um one of the benchmarks that we do uh every week in the show is what moves you and so this week with Bronwyn I thought it'd be perfect to talk about where would someone begin zero yoga um where would someone begin other than getting a yoga mat which average price yoga mat I mean what they can range, bucks, yeah, they can range fifteen, twenty dollars, okay. all the way up to over a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. depending on what you wow. want to do as an investment. Does that like mat clean itself and roll <laughs> <laughs> it rolls itself up? It rolls itself up. You press it actually button. does part of the practice for you. No, I'm just kidding. I'll buy two. <laughs> it does part of yeah. it. I'll buy two. If it does, yeah, you just leave stretch, shavasana you know? up to you. Yeah, shavasana is better. <laughs> you know, you have more flexibility with the hundred dollar mat. <laughs> um, so where? 
what do you recommend for a beginner, somebody who, in whatever town they live in, what should they do? I think find, first of all, do some research on studios. So if you're planning to practice at a studio, Mm -hmm. um, some people like to start with privates too. If they have it in their budget to start with a private, they're a little apprehensive to walk into a class Mm -hmm. because they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So that can always be a great starter is starting, you know, with a private um, session or two or three. Then once they kind of feel they have an association with the actual um, verbiage, because mm, you know there's right. so many Sanskrit words and right. they may not know what that is. Um, so privates are good. Um, or just going into, I would start gentle. If your studio within your area offers uh, a beginner's class, you can definitely take a beginner's class or a beginner's series. That's mm-hmm. a great way to mm-hmm. start. Um, you know, everybody's been there and started at mm-hmm. some point. So you just gotta get in there and start. And all I hear is I'm not flexible, I'm not this, I can't yep. do that, I can't. Yep. And yep. it's like, well, n- None of us were in the beginning. (laughs) And you just got to start. So I think that would be a great starting point. Great. Well, we'll talk about that a little more and some of these beginner classes to look for. Also, make sure you go to viame, V-I-A-M-E dot org and take the free survey. We're going to talk about our character strengths. No, God. (laughs) Stay with us. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here in the studio with Alexandra, my producer. Hi, Jason. (laughs) And my friend Bronwyn, we're talking about yoga right now. Bronwyn's been having a yoga practice now for 20 years and her own studio for the last eight years, actually. So... Uh, we were just finishing talking about, not finishing, but we were talking about where to begin with your yoga practice. And Bronwyn had really great advice about taking beginner classes. We were talking about how people say, you know, uh, I'm not flexible because they they see people doing yoga and they, they think, oh my gosh, uh, my body doesn't do that. <laughs> so, and there are some words, you know, when you, it doesn't always say beginner's class. Um, what are some words like vinyasa or yin, the names of classes that people can look for if they're looking to practice at a studio? Well, I would definitely say that if someone is just beginning, it may not even say beginning, but I I feel confident that a gentle class gentle. is, is okay. sufficient as well. So looking There's, for that word. Yeah, there are so many different styles. So even when I began my practice, my introduction was Anyasara yoga, which is a beautiful, beautiful practice, mm. but it isn't one that I ended up staying with. I ended up gravitating more towards vinyasa, mm. and I've 
tried a lot of different styles, but that one resonated Mm -hmm. with me the most. Maybe it's because I grew up dancing Mm -hmm. and it's fluid movement. Mm -hmm. There's a Mm -hmm. flow to it. And Mm -hmm. so vinyasa means synchronized movement with breath. And so you're flowing through Mm -hmm. postures. And I think that just worked well with me. Yin practice is definitely not for the beginner. Um, It is definitely (laughs) something like, and it's not that it's, it's regimented, but you're holding in poses anywhere from three to five minutes that are, um, can be hip opener, shoulder openers. And that might be a little tough for someone in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, you'll move into that, into that practice. But I, as a teacher, I always tell people, this is time, this is your time on your mat. So I'm not regimented. And you know, if, if you need to, Remove yourself from the pose, remove yourself, come to child's pose, do whatever you feel is comfortable because, you know, it's your body. And we, and I mean, I've got all different walks of life in in my place. We've had different injuries. We've had Mm. different things. And sometimes, you know, people can get emotional in class too. Sure. And especially right. when you start getting into the uh, into the hip area and things like that, because I reference that as even like a junk drawer. That's where a lot right. of emotion is stored. And so, you know, I just let people kind of do what they want. I'm really there to facilitate and, and guide. And then I just kind of let them, yeah. you know, do what feels right for, for their body. And then restorative is a great practice for a beginner. Right. Restorative is a great practice. Uh, it's the use of bolsters and blankets and blocks and straps. And it is a restful wakefulness practice. So a lot of people really like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're using the props for more of a like an internal massage and, and a deeper stretch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's something, again, where people were going to gain more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And since you teach a class, you know, I'm also trying to think of the person who is afraid to go uh, everything from body shaming to, you know, who, what other people are doing in the room. I'll speak from experience in saying, you know, I'm, I love the vinyasa flow, probably because I'm an athlete. And I play a lot of sports, but when I go to a yoga practice, my hamstrings are crazy tight. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of poses I can't even do close to what the instructor is asking us to do. But I know, and when I teach yoga to my students, you go within your practice of your abilities mm-hmm. and just know that each week, the more you do it, a little bit better you get. And a little bit stronger and a little more length that you get. Right. And, you know, it's consistency like anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to show up and you can't expect to show up, you know, once a week and have, you know, huge results mm-hmm. from it. Um, if you can fit it in, you know, once a week, that's better than absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but, you know, if you can fit it in twice a week or even more than that's right. great. And I think what it's it's more than just um, getting that body awareness, but the mental aspect of yoga is so healthy too because right. it is that time where it is a moving meditation, Right. really. That's yeah. another reason why I like the vinyasa. What's, what's the time commitment? So you're saying about twice a week, about how long in the classes? Uh, there, it so depends on where you go, 60 to 75, yeah. 90 minutes. Okay. It just depends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a commitment. It is. For sure. Uh, and, and, and it costs making money, the time, And it costs money. <laughs> and then there's you know a lot of great online options. So like right. even I have my classes online. I have you know, people all See, over now the you're world. Talking my language. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking my language online. And some people may feel more comfortable <laughs> about doing so. It's an online subscription platform. It's called EvolveYogaOnline.com. People can go on there. Can I they have, interact with you in some way? Um, if they want to message me, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I'm available on, you know, social media as well. Right. But 
they are recorded, pre-recorded classes, so you can watch them over and over, and cool. you can, you know, a lot of people do that who are not with me year round. Mm-hmm. So I really created it for people who, right. you know, because I have people that come to my studio from all over the world, which I'm very, very grateful for. So, you know, I utilize that platform for them too. So it's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of ways to start. Um, I definitely want to actually talk about what people can wear during mm-hmm. their yoga practice too, which again, starting out how to do it, where to go, what to begin, you know, online is great because you're at home. You're at home in your own space. Of your own home. Yeah. yeah, you get to learn to language the first right. yeah. 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 And and do it at your own pace. Pause it. Mm-hmm. You know, go back to see it. what it looks yep. like. So <laughs> more about that. <laughs> get your via character strengths done. We're gonna talk about that as we come up. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here in the studio with my friend Bronwyn. We're talking about yoga. We have our amazing producer, Alexandra. Good amazing. morning. Amazing. I've been promoted. Yes. Oh, yes. Amazing. Totally okay. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can join the conversation at 760-544-TALK, which is 8255 uh, I also have now a new Instagram for Tate Talks Radio. It's at Tate Talks Radio on Instagram. So follow us. I'll have recipes. We're going to talk about a juice recipe a little bit later today. So anyway, right now we're going to get back into this uh, yoga talk. And then also some of the other things that Bronwyn's working on in entrepreneurship, women's health, uh, you know, really promoting getting out there and being healthy and wealthy, you know, with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. having self wealth inside and just being comfortable being able to do uh, what it is that you like to do and, and live your best life, which is really what the show's about. Yeah, exactly. And we all deserve that and should be, you know, focused on, on living our best life right yeah. now. And part of that has to do with the uh, character strengths. So make sure you have those out. We're going to talk about okay. those. We're going to talk about those. Okay. Your character strengths. If you haven't done it yet, you can go to viame, V-I-A-M-E dot org. It's a free survey. It takes about four or five minutes. And then it gives you what are called character strengths. And there's 24 character strengths that they've analyzed and broken down. And this is a global program. So... With these character strengths, the idea is to understand where your top character strengths are, you know, and as far as living your best life and living a life with purpose and meaning and fulfillment, you know, which is, you know, the show is about health and wellness. That is such a large component about your health is living a life with purpose and meaning. So not only just having physical health, eating right, exercising, doing all these things, we're talking about mindfulness but having a life of purpose and meaning. And so I I firmly believe, because you can tell when somebody is living a purposeful, meaningful life, 
And I see that in you, Bronwyn. Oh, thank you. And I think at one point I was always trying to figure out what the purpose was and what was what was I going to do? Especially after um, I went through a divorce and moved back here to the desert um, from Scottsdale, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I went through a really tumultuous time, um, not only uh, physically but mentally and emotionally and financially, because I basically was starting from scratch now with two little girls underneath my arms. So um, went through uh, losing everything, not having a car, um, moving out here, being in a really hard situation and having family support, but it wasn't their responsibility either to support three people. Um, So I had to really kind of figure out what was I gonna do with my life and finding my purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, it took, I remember my dad telling me it's going to take you about five years to to really gain, you know, you know, get back on your feet. And he was right. It took about four years because I was um, in incredible financial despair, Uh, you know, not having a car, having my dad give me a car to use. Um, My daughters and I had to go on food stamps and state assistance. And so really just kind of starting from scratch and what am I going to do and having this education behind me and like, oh, my gosh, you know, I think I'm a pretty smart girl here. Like I was like, what is going on with my life? Here. You um, have skills. You're a college yeah, graduate. You're, so, you're hireable. You know, and here you are. And and but it was also a really tough time in our economies. You know, right. 2007, 2008. So right. really not the best times for for most people. Um, so I was able to come back to what my purpose was, and that was communicating, communicating a message of yoga, communicating a message of health and wellness, and getting out there and interviewing um, physicians about their practice and what they do and what they had Mm -hmm. as value Mm -hmm. and how I could reach even more people that way. And then yoga as well, just teaching the yoga, being in a a place um, like our beautiful valley here and being able to, to share and spread the word. Um, so I ended up finding that my purpose was, I guess, communicating. Yeah. Communicating. So I didn't really fall that far from my roots, but I thought I was going to be, you know, uh, my my beat was crime when I was reporting and anchoring okay. the news. So, you know, now I segue to the yes. completely opposite end of the spectrum where I went from like doom and gloom to like health and wellness and everything's, yes. you know, we want to be healthy and wealthy and, and wise. And it's all about education and right. choices and, and right. what are we doing to stay healthy and there's so much out there there's so much information it's about getting the right information right yeah. right yeah and and how to tell the difference because there's a lot more wrong information than right information. i would agree with that yeah mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. so there is a great quote uh, on the subject of purpose from benjamin disraeli and he says nothing can resist the human will that will stake even its existence on its stated purpose simply put i will do it or die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So having this purpose that just kind of pulls you through and when your why, your meaning, your purpose is strong enough, you can overcome any obstacles and mm-hmm. anyhow. And so here you are, right? Communicating not only your passion, you're away from the crime, your passion of health and wellness and take care of yourself, but you get to communicate that as well. Yeah, so. and communicating to other women, like if you have a desire to do something with your life, get out there and do it. Because I feel like if I could do it, like anybody could, because I was really coming from nothing and I had to build something. And so whatever it is that you're passionate about, you know, lay a foundation, get a plan, start to work your plan and, you know, make it your own reality. Yeah, Yeah, give it five years. And and you know what, I've been doing this out here. You know, I've been out here 11 years and it's, you know, 
It's been a decade. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, know? That, and things, you know, start to gain momentum, you know, when they do, when they're right, supposed to, and right. all the right divine timing. So now I'm fortunate enough that I'm being able to go out and teach at expos and festivals now and getting more of the word out there about yoga and health and wellness and sharing my online platforms and doing all the, you know, things that I love to do to just help other people and you know, especially women. I'm a huge advocate of female entrepreneurship. Yeah. Well, big which time, is I never saw segue. myself. I never saw myself yeah. doing that at all. Mm. Tell us about this conference that you're moderating in January. Yes, I'm Tell so excited. <laughs> I'm um, working with uh, Blanky Shine Wealth Management, also known as High Tower here okay. in Palm Desert. And we put together a web series, which then uh, ended up moving into now we're doing a conference at the Riviera and Palm Springs on January 16th from 830 in the morning till 430 in the afternoon, where we'll have four different panels. So three of them will be on wealth and how to, um, you know, understand your finances um, better. And then there's a wellness panel, which is the panel that I'm moderating. You're going to you definitely know Lauren Del Sarto. She's a part of um, she's a part of my panel, which I'm super Yeah, I would imagine you'd have her. She'd be a great guest. So she'll be on the panel. And we're really going to talk about how, you know, making it's the heart of self-care. So Mm. self-care and and self-compassion and how do we intertwine that so that we can also have that work in our financial life, you know, making sure that we're taking care of ourselves and having compassion for ourselves so that we can make the right choices financially, that we don't feel guilty about the choices that we're making, and but we're also doing them strategically and with, you know, wisdom. Love awesome. that. Yeah, so it's the Society of the Ooh, Few. Very and um, January 16th. January 16th at the Riviera. They, you know, in people Palm can go into, in Palm Springs. Where so can they get information on they this? They can go to my website at uh, e-volve, that's V-O-L-V-E, yoga.com. Uh, I have, you know, rotating slides on there. Click on the slide. It'll take you to the website. We have a great okay. video that's going to give you more information. Fantastic. And it's going to be a really awesome day. We have a, a keynote speaker coming from Canada who is fabulous Barb Stegman and she's going to be sharing her um, story of how she created Seven Virtues which is a perfume line in Sephora and how that all came about and she's an author and uh, Robert Shine he's going to you know also be uh, emceeing the event with with myself and he's got a ton of information for all of us women and his story is really great on why he even created the few that's great yeah I love that Mm -hmm. and I'll share it also uh, I'll try to get on the iHub Radio website, but I'll definitely share it on the Instagram, Tate Talks Radio. Thank you. That'd be so, great. For yeah. sure. It'd make it easy it's for important. everyone to to visit and get information. If you're anywhere in the Southern California area, Palm Springs is not a bad place to be in January. It's a fabulous place. If you're, if you're anywhere in the, in, in the United States, Palm Springs yeah. is not a bad place to be in January, right? <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right. Let's talk some character strengths. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian, when you're first. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so how, where, 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 do you, where do you want me to start with it, Jason? Um, you know, I, I think what happens is a lot of people, where, where was the first place you looked? At the top or the bottom? Let me ask you that. As far as when I started taking No, no, the no. Test? When you received your results, did you look at, okay, what are my, what are my top strengths? Or did you look towards the bottom of the list? The um, I, I actually, I mean, I looked at the top. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah. But it really, it says something about you depending on where you look first. Okay. So what does that say? Well, when you look at, <laughs> you're an optimistic person. 
Hope is probably in one of your top five or six drinks, right? Well, I would we'll imagine. see. Do you want me to go down the list? Is that how, you, how this works? <laughs> if you're comfortable sharing, of course. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, you know, why not? Um, first one was honesty, uh, spirituality, humor, gratitude, creativity, perspective, forgiveness, zest, love, wow. uh, fairness, hope. So very good. That, yeah. Leadership, uh, prudence, kindness, Okay. Self-regulation, love of learning, curiosity like you, yeah. uh, bravery, I've had to do a lot of that, yeah. uh, teamwork, judgment, social intelligence, appreciation of beauty and excellence, perseverance and humility. Fantastic. It's a lot going on there. It's 24. And I love that There's it's 24, 24 because that's yeah. my that's my favorite and lucky number. Oh, I was really? like, yeah, this is so good. Well, something I would definitely. So I first learned about character strengths when I went through my training to become a functional medicine certified health coach. Because as a health coach, I'm working with people on diet and lifestyle changes and modifications, which with most people, especially people that are older, you're trying to reverse 50 or 60 years of habits, which is almost insurmountable. So one way to do that is to focus on your character strengths, mm. really kind of the top six uh, or the top eight. You can break them up into you know three groups of eight if you want. So focusing on those top strengths. And then also I have to point out, it doesn't show when you receive the free results, it doesn't show uh, the distance between them. So it could be that there are a bunch that are kind of grouped together. And I believe there is a paid way to kind of get that more detailed report. So it doesn't show that. So it doesn't mean that your you know, 10th string is that much further away from your top string. They could be pretty close and clumped mm. together. So keep that in mind as well. And then at the bottom, it doesn't mean it's a weakness. It doesn't say, oh, these bottom ones, these are your weaknesses. That just means that doing something like that, let's say leadership uh, is in your bottom four or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're a bad leader. It just means that it's not something that you enjoy. So if you're put into a group and somebody says, okay, you're the leader of this group, you can do it, but you're not going to love it. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're incapable. It just means it's not something that's in your heart space that you truly love and enjoy. So don't don't think of that as a weakness. So I definitely want people to know that. Keep that in mind as well. So focusing on your top strengths in your daily life and then even kind of doing an assessment at the end of your day. Did I live a day with gratitude? Did I live a day with some humility? Did I live my day in spirituality? And when you do a few of these strengths in your day, usually it's a very good and very happy and successful. It's a win. So, more about character strengths coming up. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. 
Justin Tate here in the studio with my friend and producer, Alexandra. Thank you so much. Ah, Jason, we love you. Everything. Love you. (laughs) And my friend Bronwyn. She's talking about her story. She's talking about Financially Empowered Women, a conference coming up on January 16th here in Palm Springs, California at the Riviera Hotel. Yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, And so... In this last little piece here, I want to definitely, I want people to find out where can they find you? Where can they get more information about you? How can they hear about your studio? How can they take your classes? Where can all of this happen? Well, the good thing is lots of different places. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be sharing this also. Yay, uh, thank at, you, Jason. Uh, Tate Talks Radio on Instagram. Thank you. Yes, well, my studio, and I know that people can listen, you know, you know, to your show from all over. So uh, I am located at a studio, which is Evolve Yoga in La Quinta, California at the corner of Washington and Tampico um, towards Old Town. And uh, that web address is e-volve, V-O-L-V-E, yoga.com. I also have my classes that people can find online. So if you're Mm -hmm. not in the area or you're traveling and uh, you can also go on on there, uh, and that's evolveyogaonline.com, all one word, mm. so no hyphen in that, uh, mm. evolveyogaonline.com. And then what are some other ways? Oh, of course, social media, so you can find me on Facebook at just Bronwyn Eisen. I'll spell it for you, all right? So that's <laughs> yes, B, <please> B-R-O-N-W-Y-N, <laughs> Eisen, I-S-O-N. So, uh, yeah, you can find me on social media. You can find me uh, Evolve Yoga Online uh, on Instagram, as well as my first and last name on Instagram. Okay. And those are great ways to, to get in touch with me. And, you know, I'm available through email. So if someone has questions, sure. they can certainly reach out to me. Um, questions about yoga, I'm happy to answer and just happy to share more information. Uh, if you're also out of the area, I will be teaching at the Yoga Expo in Pasadena, which is on January 4th, and that's a one-day expo um, mm-hmm. at the convention center there. And then if you love beautiful Sedona, Arizona, I'll be teaching uh, there for their yoga festival in Sedona, which I believe is uh, March 12th through like the 15th. I got to look at those dates again. But yeah, so, and then if you want to come out to the conference, of course, you can come out to the conference, learn more about wealth and wellness. And it's predominantly driven for women, but all men are welcome, of course. I actually think smart men should actually (laughs) go there. Yes, (laughs) smart smart men meeting financially empowered women. (laughs) Good advice. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so but those are ways that you can you can contact me, and you know it's always good to see you, Jason. Very nice to meet you, Alexandra, and nice it's, it's just been you this know really fun, fun hour, super fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. So evolve. Where did this come from? Oh yes, names. you wanted to come back. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I had an epiphany in the shower one day. It was it. I think yes. just the running water, <laughs> and I realized at that point in my life I was evolving. Hmm. And I had gone through, you know, my sure, my right. hard harder times, and I was like, okay, evolve. That's what it is, and I'm still evolving. We all are, mm-hmm. right? So it's something that I felt like could connect with the community, to where they can also evolve in their own practice. Right. That they're always going to be movement. There's always going to be growth. And so we evolve, and that's, I mean, 
I wish I had right. a better story than I was in the no, shower. No, no, no. That's a great story. <laughs> you yeah. know, but that's what it was. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, our subconscious, you know, it's when we're doing these mundane things in the shower and a lot of time in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. These thoughts, you know, or if you, if you lie in bed before you get up and start your morning, if you just lie there and just breathe and relax and allow your subconscious mind, the theta brainwave state to engage, which often happens during a yoga practice mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. um, especially in the end, Shavasana, if you have a good guided meditation, you can tap into this incredible wisdom that we have in our subconscious. And so the name, I, you know, uh, I've heard this with other names, you know, they yeah. just, it just comes to you. It just came to me. And I like how you're, you know, mentioned the six, top six characteristics because, you know, one way that I start my day, and I think number two on here for me was spirituality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I start every morning with, you know, a devotional and, you know, I, I take my time and I pray and I, and I really meditate on that. And then I make sure that I even finish my day with a different devotional and I kind of bookend my, my Love whole it. day. And then I'm like, okay, this is, and I feel almost like my day doesn't start right if I don't start that way. You've developed that yeah. habit. I don't always right. end that way. Yeah. yeah. But you know, the goal is to do that, but I definitely always start it. And I, yeah. you know, I think too, getting up 15, 30 minutes, maybe sometimes an hour before everybody else in the house mm-hmm. is a really good thing to do mm-hmm. for, for yeah. self. And doing that, right, mm-hmm. for yourself. What Whatever that habit is for you, a meditation in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, something that you can, you know, your devotional, your prayers, mm-hmm. goal setting. Mm-hmm. You know, writing what is a list it that of I gratitude today, right? You know, or that list of gratitude. Right. What am I? What am I thankful for? I think you know, on my journey, I am above and you know, like over the moon. Like I'm just so grateful for all of my trials and tribulations because it's really helped me out. In fact, I was going back and forth with a friend yesterday via text and he was telling me how it been, had been one of his hardest years. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, I think a lot of people are in that boat. This has mm-hmm. been, I think, a really tough year this mm-hmm. last year for a lot of people. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad that I have this imaginary tool belt that I carry around <laughs> with me. And when I need to pull out a tool, yeah. I go, okay, yeah. I've got this one and now yeah. I can do this. But in the last year, I mean, it's there's been some struggles for me too. And, sure. and I've just collected more tools and I'm like, okay, I'm really equipped like, okay, yeah. I'm really equipped. I know there's going to be more stuff that's thrown out at me, but I'm feeling pretty equipped here. But um, yeah, I think, it, you know, it's just kind of starting your day with, with something really healthy, healthy foods, right. movement, yeah. um, whether it's devotional or meditation, whatever works for someone. I think you know, if I were to leave anyone with a, with a takeaway, yeah. you know, get a plan. And put your plan into process and, and then just make it a reality for yourself. And be brave, have courage, persevere. Mm-hmm. You know, all those, all fall those Fall down things. seven times, get up eight. Oh, keep yeah. Going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? But that's what keep life going. is about, right? Yeah. And we learn each time. Sure. Yeah. We learn from it. And oh, Bronwyn, the journey's thank fun. You so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Please, will you come back? I There's will so come much back. <laughs> that's, I, would, I would love to come back. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, we're going to have you come back. We're going to, I don't know, we'll come up with some other things to talk about. I know people are going to want to hear a little more about your story. Uh, we'll come back and, and talk after you have your conference and see how That'd that be went. Great. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. thoughts about it. Guys, um, there's so many things we can talk about. Well, thank you. And I'm very grateful to be here today. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. That's right. It's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Again. Thanks, Jason. More on the show. I have a guest coming up who created a 501c3 nonprofit uh, in honor of her mother. And so we actually have a lot in common. 
because I did the very same thing a few years ago. So we're going to talk about that and more coming up. <laughs> 